Good morning, my little rays of sunshine. You're listening to News from the Breach, a Dragon Prince podcast. We are Kelly. Hi. Dan. Hi. And Yannick. That's me. And we are discussing Book Moon, the chapter 5, An Empty Throne, and chapter 6, Through the Ice. And I think Kaylee does the synopsis again of the two chapters. Yeah, I got a synopsis for you. Okay, uh, so chapter 5, An Empty Throne. The fugitives continue their journey to Zadia. The crew get attacked by a river monster. Rayla tries to save Bait despite her fear of the water, and Callum saves them both by electrocuting the beast with magic. Rayla admits she's trying to redeem her parents, who fled instead of protecting the Dragon King's egg. Amaya refuses to let Viren assume the throne, and puts Commander Gren in charge of, uh, of the search for the princess. But after she leaves for the breach, Viren imprisons Gren and puts Sorin in charge. And chapter 6, Through the Ice. Rayla fights off Corvus, Amaya's tracker, who's searching for the boys. As our heroes cross the mountains, Rayla reveals that her ritual assassin's binding will eventually cut off her ha hand if Ezrin doesn't die. The egg falls into icy water and loses some of its glow. Viren orders Sorin to kill the princess so that Viren can seize the throne and tells Claudia that retrieving the egg is of utmost importance, even more important than Sorin's life or the princess. Oh. Thank you. <sighs> Very dramatic. Yeah, indeed. So, where do we start? <laughs> I think we start with the first chapter, the Viren secrecy. So, what the fuck? He has a tree of life in his room and mm. apparently many dead animals. Yeah. And can we also talk about the fact that his eyes were glowing before even... Uh, glowing white as he's walking up on this beautiful glowing butterfly tree thing yeah it just made me think at the back of my head i thought that their eyes glue uh, were black whenever they were using dark magic yeah i felt like they were black but then you saw a little glint that was like the white that you saw in his eyes mm -hmm. and his hair looked gray as well totally like, obviously we couldn't see very much because it was so dark but um Yeah, it, it it was just a dark figure with, uh, yeah, bright eyes or something. Yeah. So now we see what he has instead of a morning coffee. <laughs> I mean, and how he looks when he gets out of bed. Oh dear. You mean a hot morning potion? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. When Claud Claudia's not around, ah, he has true. to he has to get a bit of butterfly action in. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy Viren. I'm just curious what it is that he did. What do you mean? I mean, they don't they don't show us. Yeah, it's true. You just see like glowing and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then he wa walks out of the door and uh, he steps over like the corpse of a of a little butterfly. Mm -hmm. <sighs> it's tragic. Yeah. Crazy. But it's not the most crazy thing <laughs> in these episodes. So we have. A giant river monster. We find out that glow toads are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and don't know it. And more about the cube. So that's uh, it's also close when it's near the ocean. Um, but it only started glowing 
uh, when the monster ah, was after true. them. Yeah. yeah, true, true. Because it only reacts to creatures that have primal source energy, like the glow-toed glowing with the sun rune. Yeah, yeah. and Rayla. And Rayla with the moon. And and the primal stone. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we have this big dramatic moment with the monster and we see, uh, like, I kind of would like to rename this episode um, <laughs> An Empty Throne. Um, it is about that, but it's a lot about Rayla's redemption, really. Um, and that's what I would rename the episode if that was my choice, Rayla's redemption, because we finally um, hear about her parents, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's constantly trying to make up for that <laughs> um, or do good things you know like saving bait even though uh, he's the grumpy frog that hates her <laughs> and sh- the fact that it's in the middle of the water and she's deathly afraid of water and it makes her sick and it, it made me think it, it, the way that she reacted in the boat it was exactly how the last time that I t- took a car trip with my dog. <laughs> I felt Poor like I wanted, I wanted to hold her. <laughs> It'd be like, it's okay, don't puke, it's fine, don't puke, don't puke, it's cool, breathe. Yeah. I have to say it was really, it was really endearing to see Callum's response to her. The banter between Callum and Rayla is really, really perfect in this episode where... Well, at least you weren't afraid of being afraid of being afraid. And mm-hmm. her response without without skipping a beat was, that's clever, but also dumb. <laughs> no, no, she yeah. said uh, it's deep, but it's deep. stupid. Deep, but stupid. Thank you. Deep, yeah. but stupid. Yeah. So there, there was a lot of, uh, this is circular. This is deep, but stupid. This is sad. Yeah. Yeah. And I really I, like I'm my not legs. sure about the parents because uh, I think in this uh, in the first episode we only uh, hear that uh, the parents are dead. True. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Well, dead but to her. Yeah. Yeah. Dead to true. her. Yeah. 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 True. Yeah, and we have we find out um, that Ez has nice legs. Yes. Look at those legs. <laughs> oh, and that um, it is a pentarchy. Yeah. Which I would assume would mean that there are five kingdoms of... Yeah, there are five man. kingdoms. But yeah. I think it's the first time they've called it the pentarchy. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, by the way, I'm still really confused by this family dynamic. So, okay. Did the king become the king because of marrying his wife? We don't actually know how Harrow became king. That's what I mean. It's just the the, the patchwork family of this <laughs> this royal family is ridiculous. Yeah. The sister yeah. the sister of the the queen is the general of the breach. Yeah, but I guess um, I'm assuming, I assume that Harrow was like kind of born into it um, because, yeah, like if 
So if uh, Amaya's sister, the queen, um, if she had been like royal from birth, I guess Amaya would also be like a, a princess or something. Well, it's um, like Viren said to her. Yeah, that she she is a you successor can go to, the, yeah. to the throne. Take the okay. throne. I will send a letter to the Pentarchy. Okay. Announcing hmm. them. That's why I was confused because I thought hmm. it made me think, okay, so she's also a princess. Interesting. I don't hmm. know exactly how this works in this in this universe, but to me, if you're the sister of a queen. Yeah. Then the 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 secession would not go to Viren. It would go to the next blood relative. Yeah, the succession isn't supposed to go to Viren at all. Like, yeah. no, he just he's wants just it. taking he wants power. It. He wants yeah. power, and that's yeah. I I should read my notes properly, because we we learned that uh, the parents of Rayla are the uh, in the Dragon Guard or were in the Dragon Guard. Uh, yeah. with other uh, eight eleven warriors no not eight eleven eight elven warriors <laughs> oh god i'm so tired it's fine i think we're all tired today yeah. uh yeah so with other elven warriors yeah um i actually uh i have a letter from amaya oh again <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what hap what keeps happening, uh, but yeah, we managed to intercept another one, and this time it's from General Amaya to Corvus, her her tracker. You remember Corvus? Yeah. <laughs> um, so beautiful I'm just gonna read. He has beautiful dreadlocks yeah. and a very cool outfit. Mm -hmm. Dear Corvus. I trust you to be only a step behind my nephews, but Gren is on his way to you now with a search party from Catullus to aid you in saving them. Viren tries again and again to take the throne, and he tells me he does it as a servant of Catullus. Ha! I may be deaf, but I'm not blind to his intentions. Watch out for Viren's children, Corvus. They may come after the boys. Viren's in influence is strong, and I fear he may have poisoned their kind hearts. Take care. General Amaya. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. So it seems like they're in touch, which is good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I um, also liked his fighting style, by the way. Their fight was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and this also chain. Can, yeah. And can we please talk about the knife of Rayla again? Because she can't uh, get rid of her. Um, uh, uh, assassin's binding but she can easily stuck the knife in a rock yeah that i, th I thought the exact same thing when i saw that <laughs> like, did she do it is... with her injured hand no poor thing yeah. and it just keeps getting more and more and more purple yeah but yeah. it's the same with it's the same with uh runan at the end mm. of uh, at the end of chapter five you oh, see yeah, him see in, him. Yeah. see him in the dungeon and his arm is completely purple the same as her hand yeah. he has it in an even worse spot really right totally. on the bicep yeah yeah and also he didn't eat anything for yeah he's time. on hunger strike yeah. yeah it's like you're glad he's still alive kind of 
but I don't know. He was an asshole to her. So he was really he's on thin yeah. ice with me. <laughs> through the ice, through the thin ice, <laughs> through the thin ice with me. Too soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but it just kind of you feel sorry for him, but you also see kind of Viren's cruelty uh, that he just has him there, you know, and obviously has like plans for him. Uh, it's all very ominous. And also, so uh, Amaya leaves, and he immediately says to Soren, uh, "Okay, let's meet in the dungeon, or somewhere." And he puts him in the dungeon. Yeah. yeah. Just one second, uh, when when the horse of uh, Amaya's uh, is gone. Yeah. What I, but what I don't understand is she said directly to the soldiers that are there not to trust him. Yeah. And why mm -hmm. did no one try to stop him? Is it because he's a magic user? I don't think they have very much power. Like he he is top when it comes to like the hierarchy. Um, but I think it's good that we have them like they're on Amaya's side and they're just kind of watching quietly. And I think that's that's good. I don't know, if if you were in that position, do you think you could like stand up to him then as a soldier? I kind of because he just also arrested he well he hadn't done it yet but then he goes and arrests commander gren right and just yeah. shoves him like shoves him in a cellar somewhere yeah. Yeah. um i don't know yeah i don't know <laughs> um but it was also kind of hilarious with gren uh, we finally got introduced to gren properly this time right we now mm -hmm. know he's he's commander gren Mm -hmm. it, it, the way that they introduced him was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and the person that I wish to have is Commander Gren. Oh, that's me. That's me. <laughs> True. Yeah. Like I said, I wouldn't have known his name if I didn't watch the episode with the subtitles on. So it made me happy that they finally introduced him. Yeah. He's not just an interpreter. He has a character arc. Yeah, he's he's special. <laughs> and I like the fact that Viren was like trying to sound reasonable, being like, "Let's talk about your grievances. Let's say, let's set up a meeting for nine tomorrow." <laughs> and yeah, Gren's just like, "Yeah, that fits my schedule, you know, as a prisoner." <laughs> oh dear, poor Gren. Yeah. And uh, Dan, speaking of subtitles, even with subtitles on, we don't see what uh, Amaya tells to uh, the statue. Or she says to, um, sorry, she signs to Gren. Yeah, and I looked into the wiki and uh, I can tell you what she signed. Okay, good. Yeah, to the statues, she said, Hello, sister, you were my hero. Perfect, strong and unbreakable. Kind and loyal. I'm sorry, older sister, I failed you. Your children were safe, safe and I let them slip away. Then uh, to Grant she signed uh, when they, when she was leaving. I've trusted you as my voice. Now I trust you as my will. Save the boys. Yeah, beautiful, but so naive. Yeah. 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 So naive. She's a little too noble. Hmm. Or maybe Viren is just a little too... Slimy? Scuzzy, what the fuck? slimy. Yeah. yeah. Can I light a candle next to you? Uh, nope. But his children are not any better. I'm yeah. liking Claudia less and less. Soren is just a lovable idiot. Mm. 
but at the same time going along with everything i don't know it's disheartening because they are both kind of not the brightest yeah but also have no problems doing the wrong thing when they know it's the wrong thing i don't know though um so we've kind of moved on a little bit now and yeah with with Sauron at least you see him eating his feelings about it he's got these piles of jelly tarts right (laughs) (laughs) and he's been told to do this horrible thing by his dad and he's like it's like he's deciding with from the different piles like do I do it no I won't do it do I do it and then you know I don't know um but I, I don't know, Claudia is also, uh, she she's not saying uh, Soren about the discussion with her father. Yeah, not to mention she is also, when she's meeting with her father in the dungeon, oh, the other, our other prisoner. Mm-hmm. She didn't True. say the prisoner, she said our prisoner. Uh, yeah. For me, it was just very okay. Mm. Yeah. But I have to say I love Claudia. And uh, her outfit, for example, and also the the I don't know jokes she's doing with her father, mm. like the the buzzing. No, what what did she say? You're talking about the bumble scorp. What yeah. happens if we see a bumble scorp, which I yeah. assume is a bumblebee and a scorpion? Yeah, exactly. Year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's in the in the next episode, in the sixth one. But uh, yeah, exactly this. It's hilarious. Yeah. Bzz, bzz, bzz. One question. Let's say we are attacked by giant bumble scorps and they're all buzzing like buzzing noises and flailing their scorps at us like buzzes rhythmically. <laughs> and I'm forced to choose between saving the egg and saving Soren. What should I do? But you know, I don't know. Like, I see where you're coming from, Dan. Like, we, we see more of her kind of dark side a little bit, especially with the prison stuff. Yeah. Um, but. In this case, you know, she's really shocked, I think, that her dad tells her to save the egg rather than her brother. But then she is just convincing herself that he's not going to die. So she's kind of ignoring it as well. Mm-hmm. Like when, when they're having that conversation, she uh, she says to him, I'm sure you won't die in this mission. <laughs> to Sorry, oh, yeah. like, just like, I'm sure you won't die in this mission. You're going to be fine. I won't have to choose, <laughs> you know. But... It's not clear at this point if she would do what her father says or Yeah, I I'm still whole, I'm still hoping that they're not as duplicitous as their father. Because the father basically says to Soren, kill these boys. Yeah. I'm sorry. Accidents happen all the time. Yeah. Yeah. God. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but then follows it up immediately with his daughter saying the egg is the only thing that you should care about. And if your brother dies, don't worry about it. Save the egg. Yeah. What? You just got done telling your son that he's going to be the king. Yeah. He's a very manipulative person because um, he tells them both to not tell anyone. Like, don't tell anyone that I'm telling you to do this. Keep it to yourself. And mm-hmm. especially to one another, don't tell the other. Yeah. Because that never works out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very uh, bad situation. Like, he he's a bad dad. Like, who would do that, really? Yeah. But we have also, from from the letter from Amaya, uh, you know, she she says that the they have kind hearts, you know, and that she's worried that Viren has kind of 
is putting them on the wrong path. Yeah. So maybe there's hope, hope for them yet. Yeah, true. So can we just talk for a second about um, Callum's uh, sandwich dream? (laughs) (laughs) You mean his obvious (laughs) sexy time dream about Claudia smelling like peanut butter? (sighs) Finally. Oh, I've been waiting for this moment. (sighs) Mm, Your preface still smells like peanut butter. And also, you know what? In a few years, when you're older, buddy, we will sit down and have a heart-to-heart uh, heart talk about sandwiches. <laughs> it's funny because, uh, I mean, it's just funny, but it's also uh, similar to How I Met Your Mother. They're, they're always talking about sandwiches, but it's a different thing. <laughs> and How I Met Your Mother sandwiches is drugs, and here, sandwiches... It's sexy times with Claudia. And... <laughs> but it's a very, I think it's a really nice, like, big brother move. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> to not just not just try and cover it up, but be like, yeah, we'll talk about this at some point. Yeah. But you're not ready. <laughs> it's, it's also funny. So in every episode, I, I think uh, they're sleeping uh, at first. Yeah. You know, the three of yeah. them, they're lying yeah. around around the tree and sleeping. And Ezra's always cuddling bait. True, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I hadn't noticed that. Oh, we got to see the Fulminus not completely done. But we found out that you have to close each rune with a draconian word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I found that interesting. But I don't understand because with... uh, Aspero, Espero, 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 you don't have to say, or maybe, I don't know. You do have to say it, I think. It, it seems to start when, when they draw the rune, like a little bit, and then you say the the word, and then it go, like shoots out or goes crazy. Because he, he ends up using the half rune to electrocute this massive sea creature. Yeah. But the the throwing, tossing the primal stone, and the, the hair. Rayla's hair is amazing. It just goes crazy. <laughs> like she immediately becomes this little porcupine with her tiny little horns peeking out. It was adorable. Yeah. yeah. I found it a shame that in the next frame, her hair was normal again. I thought they could have left it like that for, <laughs> for an episode. <laughs> yeah no it was really really impressive that he uh, figured out as well after his uh, kind of accident with Fulminus uh, that maybe it could be useful anyway even if he doesn't know the word for it um, oh, he's very resourceful yeah and this this uh, uh, magic spell is really powerful he completely destroyed the sea creature what the fuck and killed all the other fish. All the fish, yeah. Yeah. And then they forget to take their food with them. Uh, their, their rock-hard, yeah. weapons-grade food. and uh, <laughs> But there's all these dead fish in the water. It's like, oh, it's a shame they didn't think to like grab some of them. That's <laughs> exactly what I thought, too. I saw that, and I was like, oh, well, they don't have to worry about not eating anymore. 
Yeah. But I don't know if the people of this world eat animal products or not. Yeah, we don't know, actually. Yeah. Everything so far has been jelly tarts and stale, stale, stale bread. True. And moonberry juice. And peanut butter. Yeah. And marsh- marshmallow monster, maybe. True. So ma- we know marshmallows exist in this universe from that. Yeah, and in this moment when um, when they're deciding to walk or uh, take the boat and uh, Callum says, like, uh, walking? Look at those legs, at poor Ezrin. And um, <laughs> uh, he has nice legs. Um, but he, at that moment, he was actually hopping um, under a tree trying to get to the apples. Mm-hmm. So oh. it's like multiple missed food moments. <laughs> I didn't see this. And because Callum is arguing with Rayla the entire time, neither one of them realize what Ezrin is doing. Yeah. Ezrin seems to always be... uh, He always seems to be one step ahead. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. he's he's the adult in this uh, trio. And before the Snownami, which sounds like a very Sharknado... Uh, term to me um oh. <laughs> before the snownami uh ezrin's the one who notices the crack in the ice when yeah. that yeah hmm. you have to be you have to stop arguing look yeah true look <laughs> i think like it would be nice to talk about ezrin for a minute because i really like his character he's so young mm-hmm. but he's so um he has so much empathy um for animals and people and creatures and mm-hmm. um you know he, and he's just he's always trying his best to make things good right. for everyone and even even to the extent that when when they're talking about how delicious bait is <laughs> yeah. and that's how the noodle got its name <laughs> and he 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 puts his hand on the ears of bait yeah yeah He's a cutie, Ezrin. And he immediately jumps into this ice-cold water to save the egg. Without thinking. Because there's a living creature inside. Yeah, exactly. Um, He's a very brave young man. (laughs) With his frozy toesies. With his frozy toesies. Yeah. Yeah, and they mentioned multiple times about Rayla's arm, right? Because... uh, I mean, she drops the egg into the cracked ice of the lake because yeah. her hands all all kinds of messed up. Mm-hmm. She also had an issue pulling Callum or Ezrin. She put her hand out for one of them, and it was Ezrin. And then, then she uh, immediately says, "Recoiled." Ouch. Yeah, she recoils. Yeah, and then I think he asked about her hand as well. He was like. Is your oh. hand okay? Like, <laughs> and I, I also think it was a disadvantage in the fight with Corvus. Definitely, totally. definitely. Hmm. Yeah, and in in this in chapter six through the ice, we have a lot of uh, trust issues with Rayla because of the band, and you know, they can see that something's going on with it, but she's not saying what it is, and um, it's really messing with their with their trust with their relationship at this point they've they've not known each other for very long um and it's kind of a real shame that she hasn't already told them about it because i think they would have already understood (laughs) um and i went back and 
I w- watched this episode and I counted the amount of times they said trust and it's uh, seven times, which in a, is it a 23 minute episode? That's, that's a lot of trust talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it was mostly related to Rayla. Mm-hmm. Well, when you look at her history, it doesn't really surprise me that there's such a mistrust there. She doesn't even trust her own family. Yes, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she clearly trusts them. And and I think they also trust her now because uh, I think the, the gesture of her mattered. And yeah. uh, she told them uh, some of the truth, at least, uh, about the assassin's binding. Mm-hmm. And I think this is... Uh, and, and they wanted to hand uh, over the egg. So yeah. I think they also are in now. Yeah. I hope so. It's yeah. a shame that like it wasn't the right moment for her to tell them about mm-hmm. King Harrow uh, or about the binding. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's a shame that she hasn't managed to tell them about Harrow yet either because it seems like they've gotten to this really nice, like really good moment now. Yeah, she has more secrets. Yeah, but, but then also they are standing on this ice that it's cracking. So, yeah. Yeah, the worst timing ever. Yeah, yeah. it was also a time-related thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Completely. I found that um, also the animation at that point really good. Um, like, how how Callum reacted to thinking that um, Ezrin was dead. Um, I found it really, like, realistic and touching. Yeah, um, true. Completely. And th- this series... It always impresses me like that. You really get the the emotions really mm. come through from the animation and from the voice acting um, mm-hmm. as well. Speaking of which, there's like a few complaints about Rayla's accent in like social media and in like the fan community in general. Um, I really like it. Like I really like that she has a Scottish accent and... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I wondered what you guys thought. Did it does it affect your like how you see her as a character or? No, I think if if anything, it makes her a little more mm, mysterious, but also kind of likable. That's cool. Yeah. But I also said that I have a theory about what the other elves sound like. I f- have a feeling that they're probably also have different accents mm-hmm. i mean we haven't seen them yet you might know you might know i don't know what happens but um i'm thinking all, all of them have this accent all of the moonshadow elves had this accent so that must yeah. be their regional accent so mm-hmm. i can only assume that maybe the sunfire elves sound a different way you're and right then, we, t- we talked about this didn't we that it was yeah. like a maybe a, a Game of Thrones way of telling the story <laughs> that totally. they have these accents yeah and uh, Yannick like does the accent bother you when you listen to it? So at first when I first watched it I was a little bit drawn off because I wasn't expecting it at all but uh, I immediately loved it because it's so diverse it, it's awesome I really <laughs> loved it that they include so many characters and differences and yeah stuff going on yeah so i'm i'm completely uh fine with it mm-hmm. 
And also I read something about, um, so they were saying uh, she doesn't sound Scottish at all or something. And yeah. it's a Scottish uh, voice actress. So what yeah. the fuck, people? Come <laughs> on. Yeah, people. Get your shit together. Do your research before you start complaining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, also, I saw that today when I was on the um, Facebook uh, Dragon Prince fan group. Mm -hmm. And there was a meme about it. Ah, okay. Like, when you're complaining about her uh, Scottish accent not being good enough, but she's actually from Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. So we should put this in the show notes, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I also love the fact that... Uh the moonshadow elves are aware of the word hangry <laughs> true and she did uh, she one ups it and says curious i'm I, absolutely curious <laughs> this was so awesome that made me so happy because i have personally never heard that word before even though hangry is a very purely american thing i can't tell you how many people i've introduced to this word in europe yeah And they have like no idea. I mean, in the in Britain, it's also quite popular. No, you didn't know hangry then. Of course, no. Curious, oh, okay. ah, okay. curious, curious. Yeah. I had never heard before, but of course, it makes sense. Yeah, I I didn't either, so I didn't uh, know it. But it makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah, and it's completely understandable. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, hangry. I don't know when I first came across hangry, but I've definitely used it for my adult life. <laughs> Same. Um, yeah, definitely. But I wouldn't say it's a typical British word, but I think it's definitely in there. It's very, it's very American. A lot of Americans know this word. And I think actually, um, living in Berlin, like, yeah, I don't think, I think everybody I know uses it. Like yeah. Germans, people from the Basque country, and whatever. So I think it's quite well uh, well known. And it makes a lot of sense. I think it's also mentioned in a lot of Netflix shows now. Yeah. I like the fact they made a thing out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I get hangry a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some chocolate, I'm all right. But <laughs> You mean jelly tarts? Oh, jelly tarts, yeah. I'd like to try some moonberry juice. Oh, yeah. I wonder what it, I, What do you think it would taste like? That's what I'm wondering. In my head, it tastes like, I don't know, a mixture of raspberry and pineapple juice. Or raspberry and Johannesberry. Mm. Mm hmm. Yeah, something like uh, like um, forest. Uh, this, this, uh, Fruits of the forest. That's yeah, what exactly. I was thinking. Like yeah. a mm -hmm. hybrid of two. Yeah. But I imagine it being really intense and like kind of condensed flavor. Mm -hmm. Intense uh, intense enough to get a glow drunk. <laughs> and make him burp loud enough to cause a snow nami. <laughs> <laughs> This was <Good> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she said something about uh, moonberry juice uh, being quite sustaining, right? Yeah. I imagine it being a bit like uh, the elven bread from Lo uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about it now. Yeah, exactly. That you just need a little bit and yeah. you're full. And um, Pippin ate two or something. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think she said a bit about it a, cu- a couple of episodes ago, um, but didn't go into great detail about it. But in my imagination, it's like that, that you just have to have a tiny sip and you just, you're fine for the rest mm. of the day. Yeah, so what else do we have from these episodes? Oh, the reveal self uh, dark magic spell that Claudia is trying to do on the magic mirror. Yeah. Or magic. I don't, we don't know what it does, but uh, this mirror with all the runes that we found out in this uh, in the chapter six was also taken in the same room as the dragon prince egg. Yes. Hmm. And apparently was right next to where the dragons slept. So it's clearly of importance, and that's why mm. they took it. Mm-hmm. It really makes Viren even more of a disgusting person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he takes something out of their like private bedroom, their pri- <laughs> private dragon boudoir. <laughs> And the the runes are probably a seal. It maybe maybe it's a like dragon porn. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's like their version of Netflix. It's their tablet. Oh, uh, exactly. <laughs> it's what they watch when they're when they're chilling and going to sleep. Um, or it's uh, you know this uh, mirror in Harry Potter, and uh, the one that shows the uh, your greatest fear. No, your your greatest wish. I I think. Yeah, it's the mirror of Erides yeah, or something like that. And it's like yeah. reversed mirror of desire or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 In light of recent events, I'm no longer a fan of the Harry Potter universe. So, Okay. Yeah, yeah I think this is another, another topic. But yeah, but I think uh, I love the, uh, the, the universe, but I, I don't have to like the author. Yeah, that's mm. true. So, yeah, about uh, about the mirror thing. Sh- so the mirror was acting as a mirror, and Claudia was uh, trying to reveal the secret. And she said, "Speak your true nature to me." And then he, she said, "Zigam ro lavea," uh, or something, and it's uh, reveal your magic. Okay. Okay. And then she told the mirror, "I'm putting you on notice." <laughs> but then but then it was like the mirror put her on notice and she exactly. was a little bit freaked out. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh so far it seems like all they can see is themselves in the mirror. It doesn't seem to distort them in any any way or yeah. Mm-hmm. They seem quite baffled by it. Yeah. But I'm quite baffled on why they keep covering it. Hmm. I think uh, because of the uh, symbols, because it's obviously dark magic symbols. I wouldn't say it's dark magic. the The runes look very similar to the the to the primal magics that you can use with a stone. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think at this point we could say whether it's dark magic or not. Uh, but it could be. Yeah. Uh, they they probably want to use it with dark magic because oh, that's of course. their. Their thing. Of course. Any way to make your eyes go jet black and make that <laughs> skin as white and blue veined as possible. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I see Virun now more like a junkie. Totally. <laughs> totally. Like with, the, 
with his weird butterfly fetish. Addicted to butterfly. Yeah. yeah. I don't, mm. And I don't think he realizes he has a problem. But but uh, also nobody knows about it, I think, because it, the tree uh, is hidden behind a bookshelf mm -hmm. and uh, so, uh, his kids don't know about it. Yeah, seems like it. Mm. Um, yeah, I wonder if there's some sort of like dark magic anonymous group that he could attend to kind of deal with his <laughs> addiction issues. Um But it doesn't seem like they have that kind of thing in this universe. They don't no. have the internet. They don't have the internet. Yeah. They only have um, letters through the air and uh, you intercept them all, all the time. Yeah, it's uh, it's much easier than intercepting electronic mail. Yeah, true. You just have to like leave some bird seed around. <laughs> 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 and like give them presents like little birdie presents what else happened yeah we saw bait turn green oh yeah um, so we now know that he turns green when he's afraid because it was as this big avalanche was, was uh, coming down the hill towards them Mm -hmm. And I was interested in that, um, so I had a little look on the um, Dragonprince wiki, um, and they kind of list some of the colours that he changes into. But I won't go into that right now, because it's a bit spoiler adjacent, I guess, if it's important to you to see the first moment that Bait turns his different colours. <laughs> um, but we see him turn green, and we see him turn uh, Moonberry Juice coloured. With a really pretty whitish, bluish, very bright. It was really nice. Whatever it was, it made me, it, it gave me a, a feeling of, oh, I want one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it suited him, the Moonberry colors. But it also seemed like it made him drunk. Was it just mm. me? Or maybe because he was just so full. I don't know. Maybe. But maybe, yeah, he looked a little bit tipsy. Hmm. Yeah, it could be. And not to mention the burping. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I have a feeling that Ezrin can talk to animals. Hmm. The way that he is interacts with this glow toad thing. Yeah, he understands uh, bait somehow. Right. And he also senses what's happening with the dragon prince inside of the egg. Hmm. Mm hmm. Like the last line of the episode, he's saying like, oh, something's wrong because the, mm. the glow from the egg is uh, is dwindling. Yeah, mm -hmm. he like touches the egg then and can feel it. But we see it as well. Maybe he's an empath. Like a kind of uh, it's like a psychic, form of telepathy. But, yeah, but with emotions. They, mm. You feel someone else's emotion. Yeah. But, but we only see it after he says it. So he says, uh, oh, it's, uh, the light is going out. And then we see the light going out. Mm -hmm. True. True. Yeah. So we have the poor egg um, getting dim. I also have in my notes that uh, we also see when Callum is messing around with the cube, um, we see different runes activating. So this was the first time we saw the, the ocean rune was uh lighting up 
and also room. and also we see the sun uh rune lighting up when he um points it at bait um yeah. so then we know that bait is some sort of sun like a magical cr- creature connected to the sun primal source yeah cool. which kind of links us back to like right now we're in we're in book moon right mm-hmm. so if we have uh six primal sources yeah moon is like Rayla and stuff you can assume i mean we know already that in the next seasons will also be other sources but i wonder what the seventh will be they plan mm-hmm. to do seven seasons i i think it's about dark magic come on i'm telling you now i <laughs> are I, i've said it since episode one the seventh source is magical creature energy life mm-hmm. it has to be and yeah. the thing is i t- total total th- conspiracy theory whatever you want to call it but for me i think it's going to become a story a, a, a point in the story when callum's uh, exploring magic more and i think that ezrin will stop him from doing dark magic i feel that that might be a weird apply he doesn't want to kill another creature because all dark magic you have to kill and maybe callum figures out a way to use the energy from magical creatures without killing them Hmm. that's that's my theory i don't know why but he just seems clever enough that he wouldn't have to do that or he finds a reliable uh, source of energy otherwise like the primate stone something like this yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we've only seen one primal stone, but I can only assume yeah. that there's a primal stone for effectively everything. But how often can you uh, catch a storm in a glass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They already said that they're incredibly rare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, thank you for that, Dan. I really like your uh, your theories. Um, what did you think of? So this is going back again to chapter five, but um, the statue of uh, Amaya's sister. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time you were, you were asking, I think, in the last podcast um, about uh, Callum's other parent. Yeah. Um, and now you've seen the statue of the queen. Uh, what do, what do you think about that? Like, uh, did it? Uh, is it what you're expecting? What do you mean? Because you were wondering where. Callum's other parent was and now you find out that there's this statue of her there oh and yeah it's like a I, memorial no I, I I figured that the queen was his mother and Amara is his uh aunt and that would make Ezrin his step brother like that, that that I got but I guess what I'm what I keep thinking is where yeah I don't know I don't know what I was thinking. Okay. Uh, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I like Maybe it's the a fact dumb question. Also. <laughs> she had the same crown. She had the same crown as uh, Harrow. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I didn't recognize this. And I love the fact that they, I'm assuming that they actually used the words bullshit in sign <laughs> in the show. Yes. But they yes. didn't say it. Yeah. Bull droppings. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a safe assumption. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, Yannick, do you have any jelly tarts for us? Yes, um, I have some of them. So we see Callum, uh, Callum holding the Primus Stone and emitting lightning in the first scene. Uh, we see a very young Rayla in a bath bathtub uh, with rubber duck with horns. This is really cute. Uh, reaching out to maybe a parent or parents and uh, looking afraid or with tears in eyes. Uh, we see snow falling onto the statue of S. Mother or the sister of Amaya. Uh, we see a very young bait uh, as a tadpole. Uh, the ribbon thing of Rayla and uh, Soren doing push-ups or holding a plank with bait on his back. This was in the fifth chapter. And in the sixth, we have uh, Riren with Claudia on his lap. She's doing magic and Soren is uh, admiring it. Claudia reaching a book and uh, reading a book, sorry, and fiddling with her hair on the bench uh, next to this I can only assume a 300-year-old tree. S ringing after the egg. Claudia with a bumble scorps on her hand. The scorpion with wings. Um, Bait holding the flask with the juice and using his huge tongue to drink out of it. And <laughs> squinting. It's very cute. <laughs> and Soren sitting on a seesaw with bait in the air uh, on the other side. <laughs> so ba bait is in the air and uh, on the other side, yeah. And because history is like seesaw, exactly, as we learned, yeah. Um, and I think we used most of the quotes you collected already. <laughs> yeah, I'm I think guessing. So, um, let me check. I have a grizzly, grizzly sawbear. <laughs> so grizzly, like, grizzly! Oh my god, it's so cute. Sorry, yeah. carry on. <laughs> so Claudia is uh, really cute to her brother, uh, and is strange. Uh, no, totally not. Just standard dad chat. What? Walnuts are his favorite fruit, and I mean, what? What's his favorite vegetable? Ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Good save. Yeah. <laughs> and also let me check ah yeah this uh thank you your feedback is a gift oh viren yeah exactly right the grand ended dungeon <laughs> poor gren yeah and also i'm doing great i just love boats so much that's why i'm down here to be close to the boat <laughs> <laughs> I think that was one of my favorite lines. Poor Rayla. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did did we also speak about the titles yet, or should we? A little bit. I just said that I would have rather rather called an empty throne Rayla's True. redemption. Yeah. Um. But uh, go ahead. Yeah, it was just, uh, you know, this uh, Viren sentence, an empty throne is a beacon of weakness and an invitation to destroy us. Yeah. And he wants to defend the Pentarchy and he doesn't want to, to leave the throne empty at all. Yeah. No, correction. He wants to sit in the throne. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. 
by sitting in the throne. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's just he just wants to keep it warm. Yeah, t- t- <laughs> yeah. probably for the rest of his his uh, unnatural life. Yeah. I mean, he, he's just a servant, you know. Of himself, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then through the ice. Yeah, this is, I think, obvious because the egg falls into the uh, ice cold lake. Yeah. The ice. I have to add to that, though. Um, okay. as, I, as I said, we heard trust so many times in this, uh, in the, in this chapter. And a lot of, uh, like, you can say someone's on thin ice like when they're when they've been in trouble and um you're kind of watching them to make another mistake you're putting them on notice <laughs> exactly <laughs> so i think the name is also related to that that she's kind of on thin ice with her with her armband thingy and the secret she's keeping from from Callum and Ezrin or maybe also uh, to be used like uh, to break the ice in a conversation or in a in a new relationship and now they are through the ice breaking stuff because ah. they they trust each other now that's also a nice way of looking at it yeah yeah i wonder if the people writing these episodes uh, these chapters if they think so deeply about the titles <laughs> deep but stupid <laughs> yeah well if they think about them as much as we do for our podcast episode titles <laughs> uh, it, it makes me curious to know because i've already seen the finale's title when looking at the the the, the list of all the uh, all of the episodes i mean you can't not see the titles it's part of <laughs> you know i wouldn't consider it a spoiler or anything but the, the, you know the finale is named after the company that makes the the show. Ah, true. Oh, okay. Wonderstorm. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's funny. So, yes and no. I think they <laughs> do think about these things, but I also think sometimes it's like deep but kind of stupid. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> do you think they just didn't realize? <laughs> Wonderstorm. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> Wait, what's the company called again? I work for. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all I know is there was probably someone in that in that table read that just said, "Okay, really, we're gonna call this the okay, <laughs> yeah. cool." Or it just went; it had gone through already, and then someone noticed, and it's like, "Oh, it's too late to change it now." Oh, okay. Or maybe, or who knows? It could be the best episode, and they named the entire company after it. Ah, huh. Maybe the maybe the episode predates the name of the company. We have a hmm. a, a chicken or or the egg uh, conundrum here. I don't know how long Wonderstorm ex- <laughs> exists for. <laughs> Anyways, we I mean we'll get to that bridge in 2 weeks time anyway, so. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Indeed. Nice. All right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think that wraps it all up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just uh yeah, I just wanted to go ahead and give a shout out again. Um uh, if you guys want to follow us on Twitter, it's at news from the breach. Uh, we also have a Telegram group that uh, you can interact with us there as well uh, find out whenever we have new podcasts uh, that are published it's also news from the breach 
uh, newsfromthebreach.com. And uh, what is our Facebook? Um, we don't have a Facebook page. Uh, I just I posted a link to the podcast in the on the fan page. On the fan page, okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't use Facebook personally, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you to uh, Dan and Yannick for dealing with the social media side of things. I, I posted it on Facebook, but I didn't do much uh, other than that. <laughs> You're welcome. I just want to add to Dan, so we have a website, newsfromthebreach.com, and there we also have all the links to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the RSS feed. You can also download the episode for your own, and the Telegram group, the Twitter account, everything. Yeah. Great. Cool. Then that wraps it up. Uh, we have been and continue to be News of the Breach. News from the Breach. <laughs> Um, get the name right, Kaylee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a Dragon Prince podcast, uh, I'm mad at. It, it's episode two. We'll let it slide, but yeah. I'm it's putting you on three. notice. <laughs> it's episode, episode three. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I'm putting me on notice. Next time, we should record earlier in the day. <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> All right, listeners, thanks for keeping uh, keeping up with us. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with episode four. And we'll be talking about chapters seven and eight of The Dragon Prince. Bye for now. Bye. Bye, my little rays of sunshine. <laughs> Bye. Okay, I'm going to stop recording now. Same. I feel like we were laughing a lot more in this episode.